listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 8.12.15, follow our show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Lost a bit of confidence towards the end, but I think we got through it. Notice you're reading that again. You used to just barrel through it for a couple of shows, the way you were just... Uh, easy, easy with the self-analysis. So, uh, no, I'm analysing him. I've generally oh, lost a bit of confidence. Oh. Have you? What was that, then? Oh, that's a number of difficult <laughs> things in my life. What's oh, going yeah. on? Anyway, so, um... <laughs> Have I, I, we missed out this on the This feels like it could be a long but, three yeah. hours, doesn't it? <laughs> a couple I've... of difficult things in my life in the first 30 <laughs> seconds. Sorry, I'm moving on. I, um, I... I've told you before, haven't I, that I sleep with a, a notebook at my side. Have you? Do you guys do uh, that? No. Just in case you have a brilliant idea in the night. <laughs> I think oh. I used to do that, and then, like, I would dream some stand-up and wake up and, like, find the word, like, salad and chocolate or something, and I've obviously dreamt some terrible stand-up I routine just, about uh, putting chocolate yes. in salad, but it makes no sense the next day, does I it? I dreamt virtually a one-man show once. Oh, good, are we going to talk about our dreams? <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I want to talk about a particular dream, because... Is there a shark with bubblegum? <laughs> because I know dr talking about dreams is, um... More it's boring crime, than talking about problems. Uh, punish punishable <laughs> by a lethal injection. Yes. <laughs> but it's, I, 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 I think I have had, not, not a, a joke dream, um, but I've had a dream which uh, led me towards an invention, and it's fashion-based. Oh. Now, I think it I'm is all ears, Frank. Even if a dream, you know, talking about your dreams is dull, people must have dreamt things where they've woke up the next morning and thought, it's actually, that is a good idea. Yeah. Mm. The best, the only real joke one and I, I never i tried it and it failed was i dreamt that there was i somewhere in my dream the thing happened that there was a band called um doc's nostrils uh, and the joke was that they were always top of the bill <laughs> <laughs> but that i tried it a couple of times got nothing i mean that's the best it's ever gone all right in here i what thought did you, yeah. did you try that out but actually... i wrote it down i woke up and doc's nostrils was written at the side of my bed i mean imagine if i died in the night what would my Friends and family have made of that. Yeah. Well, he left a note, but it was cryptic, to say the least. So, um, I had a dream that I... Um, oh, I'm Luther. I was wearing a, a, a jacket, which was everyone was saying, that's a fantastic idea. And there was no pockets on it. What yeah. I'd done is I'd taken my belongings that I'd normally put in the jacket, you know, handkerchief, yeah. um, keys, Vic inhaler. Um... <laughs> Jeweler's eyepiece, <laughs> <laughs> which in the old days I used to use as part of my lovemaking ceremony. Did you? But um, don't use that <laughs> word. That's repulsive. What ceremony? Absolutely repulsive. <laughs> we don't stand on ceremony here. Um, oh, and, and in the dream, it's returning. So I was wearing a jacket, and all the belongings that I'd normally put in my pockets were um, stuck to the outside of the jacket with duct tape. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> is it do is it Doc or Doct? So, 
I think it's, um... I don't... It's, is it Doc as in that well-known band? Top of the bill? Doc's nostrils. Um, <laughs> I think it's or both is it ducked now. with a T? I think it's officially ducked it's with, with a, a T, but I think there is a brand of Doc as in quack quack. What, so someone yeah. celebrated the, the mispronunciation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People capitalise on all sorts yeah, of things yeah. like that, don't they? Soon people endeavor. will be building nice houses with top, by chimneys way, on the top. Really suits it's, you. It's radio. <laughs> I know, but I just Thank think you. there's something of the chic convict about you, and I like That's it. That's the look I'm going for, chic convict. Anyway. It's very in this, um, you S know, uh, SW, summer, winter. A man <laughs> who used to work, work next to my girlfriend at work wrote down all the ailments that she claimed during the course of their working together and presented it to her when she left. A great volume yeah. of hypochondria. One of which was headache caused by wearing stripy dress. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful. I will. I'll let you know. So, so the duct tape. Yeah, so... Uh, all my stuff, all the keys and everything, were all on the outside, just rough. And people were saying to me, that is that, what a really fantastic idea. What do you think about Sorry, it? Sorry, when you say people were saying People in my dream. In the dream, people yeah. that was a good idea. Even in a dream. Like. <laughs> yeah. Don't, but, oh, I don't know, it's the sort of thing I could imagine an avant-garde fashion designer listening to this thinking, you know what? Yeah. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah, they've done safety pins. Why not? Um, Philip Salon. Is that his name? Yes. I can imagine him uh, going uh, duct tape belongings. Was the duct tape, was it neat or was it... No, it was, that's a whole haphazard. idea. Haphazard. It, it was a bit jagged at the end. It's like it might have been assisted by uh, teeth intervention. Okay. Nice. You know, I, I thought you'd all be saying that's a fantastic idea. It hasn't idea. gone at all like I thought well, it would. <laughs> what it's an all right I'm idea. curious as to what sort of reception you were expecting. My only worry was money. <laughs> Often. You couldn't have, like, a, wa a wad of notes. I just stuck to your jacket no, sleeve. No, you couldn't do that. No, you'd no, you'd no, have to have can't. them somewhere else and have maybe counterfeits on the outside. Yeah. Even, a, even the keys are a bit of a worry as well. You think? Yeah. Yeah. What about the contents of a wallet? What about the this other content? Like, you can't like have the worst, stuff the worst project meeting I've ever had. <laughs> Where, what about your phone? I mean, was this, did this no, dream No, no, that would be there. What, on the, with the duct tape? Yeah. You tape that to your ear. No, phone. no. <laughs> Just have it permanently taped. No, because I don't know if that... put the tape right card? around your head like Terry Butcher. Oyster card will be, all be fine. Oh. I don't... Credit take, cards? Get the oyster card me. to your hand. It's this sort of, you know, when... Um, this is why Columbus died in poverty. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> I think it is... It probably is flat. <laughs> Absolute... Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I, I wouldn't mind doing another in our series, um, The Past. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. In which I talk about the past and see if it, things are still continuing into the present. Mm. As, uh, as I pointed out last week, you are, in, in your own way, the voice of history, aren't you? I am. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of history. I, um, I was watching something the other day and I saw... One of the, I saw a phenomenon and I thought, oh, does that still happen? It wasn't, re it wasn't very old footage, but I associate it with the past. And it was, it was somebody doing that short but um, tense walk from the, um, the police van to the courthouse with yes. the um, privacy blanket over oh. their head. Oh, do you know, I love a privacy blanket. Is it? Does it still continue that? I wonder if it's... Um if it's just pointless now in the world of the social media, I wonder if they're just going, ah, oh, this is coming out eventually. That 
Well, people what? tend to wear the hoodie now, and you can just... I'd put a hoodie on oh, hoodie, if I was yeah. convicted of a crime. Oh, no, I'd rather have a privacy blanket than a hoodie at my age. <laughs> um, I... I... It's... it's I'd like to think it continues. It's very ad hoc, though. When you first see it, you think, oh, they've just thought, oh, we need to cover him up, and there just happened to be a blanket in there. Then when it's you saw grey, it... grey, Frank. Yeah, when you saw it... Well, it was black and white for the first <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> Imagine the amount of brill cream it had on it, that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because those 50s murderers, they were <laughs> copious with their hair products. They went at it. But they the were meticulous. Cream. They were. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I thought it looks as if it was as just oh we'll put that blanket over him, but then clearly that they kept a blanket specially for that purpose. Was it in the back of the Mariah, which is a word you don't often hear no, yeah, these no, days? Yeah, in the Black Mariah, and uh, and they would say get the privacy blanket. Mm. Yeah, and there's even a way you don't just put it over your head like when you you know when you're under the bedspread and you sit up. Mm-hmm. It, you you have to hold your hands. What slightly. you get the grey prison blanket out? Yeah, but you have to slightly hold your hands so it sort of um, looks like a hovering <laughs> cloud. I suppose there was more dog excrement in those days, so you have to keep, have to look where you were stepping. <laughs> even in that, even in that, one of the most difficult moments of your life. Yeah. Nobody wants to step in dog excrement. It's that extra one percent to a tragedy. <laughs> can, can push a murderer yeah, over yeah. the edge. <laughs> Might be into a rash confession or something. Exactly. Similar. <laughs> And I've really got... I'd, if there's any um, police people or court officials... Or 1950s murderers. Yeah, there might baddies. be one or, There one could be two. a few baddies listen to this that might have the voice of experience. There could be people who know what um, a privacy blanket looks like from the inside. <laughs> yes. I'd love to know I if I don't it's know still... if we want to encourage them. I mean, I would... If, if I... If I ever in, get involved in a, in a very heavy-duty crime, <laughs> I'm going to insist on a beekeeper's hat. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? Because there's a little... It's tantalising. There's a hint of the features. Mm-hmm. Yes! But I don't know if it's really come out in a, in a photograph. Yeah. So well, you just think, oh, nearly there. I'd go yeah. wedding veil, I think. Wedding veil for me. I think oh, just, would you? Yeah. Just because you're a murderer, never lose an element of tease. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were uh, discussing before people that go into jail or court wearing the um, the privacy blanket. The privacy blanket. Um, I nearly called it a security blanket then, which I suppose in a way it is. Yeah. And, I, and I feel confident Excellent. we're the only uh, breakfast show currently doing that <laughs> right yeah. now. I dated someone who always carried a security blanket. Did you? Did you? Uh, not a privacy blanket. Can I point that out? No. Yeah. Yeah. It was. You know. It would be um, at our side at the most personal of moments. I'm waiting for the punchline. Is no, true? there is no punchline. It's just a dark smear. From I thought my this past. was no, really. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Yeah, we've uh, we've had a te- I mooted the possibility that there you might be mooted. some people. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> mooted the possibility there might be some people that were baddies that listened to the show that had uh, that had experienced the. Um, Oh, good, Said I can be one of those moles. And, uh, and 023 has texted, I did that walk and there was no <gasps> blanket offered. No blanket? No blanket offered. Mind you, I was just magistrates. I'd take that, that as a compliment. He says, yeah. I, he says, mind you, I was just magistrates, which I think is a lingo for a, a lighter court, isn't it? If it's, um... Yeah. The well, other court. Oh, Alan so. trying to it's distance proper himself serious, isn't it? from the but underworld. So. Look, he's done his time. <laughs> they, they continue... <laughs> 
I'm not saying it's he or she because it doesn't identify. No, we don't, so no, we they don't continue. Know. No press watching. Just leathery women smoking in tracksuits. <laughs> oh. I wasn't there. Tell you what. <laughs> Whoever this is, they've got a turn of phrase, and perhaps yeah. um, you know some kind of gritty novel might be the way to go. Well, for all we, it could be John McVick. It could be Andy McNabb, for all we know. What if it's John Darwin, canoe man? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I like to think that he was made to carry an upside down canoe with, it, with his head <laughs> instead of a blanket. <laughs> his head in the hole where the, the lower body <laughs> normally goes, like walking like an enormous pickaxe walking into the uh, courtroom. <laughs> Darwin. Oh. You know, those are the blokes that were... Anyone... I don't think his crime was... I don't think he was forced to wear the blanket, though, was he? I oh, mean, Darwin? He... Yeah. Did he wear a blanket when he was arrested? Well, I hope not. He, not was... On... he was pretty well identified, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, um... So this person... The next question is anyone texted who's been in a police van and heard... <laughs> <laughs> What about those people that bang Why on the side? That? I've always thought about those people. Um, I, I can never side with the people that bang on the police. I know often the people in the police van have done wrong things, mm. but um, often they haven't been actually um, sent. They haven't been That's found right. guilty. Right. No, I'm yeah. still reeling from they've done wrong things. <laughs> but also those people. I'm always reminded of the foolish villagers in Beauty and the Beast. Yes. <laughs> Who yes. turn, they turn on the beast. He's actually yeah. all right. They turn on that beast like a sixpence, Frank. Yeah, mm. and, and, yeah, and all that stuff. Oh, bro, you know, and all that, get the beast. And you think, yeah, just yeah. Think, think about what you're doing. Yeah, mm. at some point they should say, I don't want to be a foolish villager. That's what they should say. <laughs> he didn't need a big blanket, the beast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you better get the king size out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't go there with that cushion cover. Look, <laughs> I mean, I've got to cover the beast. It'll need a lot of coverage. Oh, I must cover the beast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. <laughs> what about um, the neighbour saying, I'm going down to the, uh, <laughs> I think I might go down to the courtroom tomorrow, shout at the accused, <laughs> a bit of van banging, fancy comedy. I mean, this is what I want banging. to know about yeah. these people, these bangers. Well, they must, they have do to arrange it. Do they plan it as a day out? I think they do. Yeah. You think they've got refreshments and stuff? Say, yeah, that, that's so they must know in advance they'll that they're planning that's a, on doing this. It's premeditated. Yeah, there's a prep, there's a prep by the courtroom. We'll be all right. <laughs> Gonna have a, wait a bit, do some shouting, do the blanket shout, bang on the fan, and then we can, you know, have a coffee and um, mm -hmm. one of them, I like them wraps. Have you had them wraps? No? <laughs> no, I don't fancy them. They could be. No, no, they're all right. <laughs> I like the idea that they're just daily bangers. They're totally non... They don't discriminate. They Do don't mind same, who it is. I, I think, think the same it, people, if friends invite them just for a coffee, they're like, what, no banging? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Straight to often, back. I don't know how often these things happen. I mean, I don't know how often people are, are led in and out of... Well, the... Lee has tweeted us to say the privacy blanket was de... Well, he's, all he says, actually, he says, no, it was decommissioned in 1987 due to the student revolt. Sad times. Well, that, that, that spitting image you could be talking about. We <laughs> <laughs> don't know. I mean, there like, must have been lots of things decommissioned. One else was decommissioned in 1987. Decommissioned? Yeah, decommissioned. I said that. Colonel Abrahams? Um, Colonel Abrahams? Who's mm. that? He's untrapped. Oh. Appropriately. What about Father Abraham? 
who sang. Um, you sat next to him at the Brits. Father Abraham. Oh, no, you sat what? next to some man. Where are you all coming from? <laughs> yes, but where are you all going? Oh, any, has any any murder ever thought? You know what? Now I hear that, I realise <laughs> I need no. to rethink how I live my life. You can read all the books, but it took that. <laughs> anyway, so um, so I'm on, uh, I'm on the train. I've looked up. Yes. Oh yeah. No, I was on the train uh, the other day, and um, when I sat, there was a woman um, sitting next to me. But it wasn't a very busy train. It just happened that we happened to be. It was in f- first class, and uh, lovely. She was sitting next to me, and then um, the guard person came down and said there's quite a lot of um, empty uh, on book seats today so if anybody wants to move out get a bit more space um, it's fine mm. so this woman um, got up to move and I said well you know I, I take that as a personal slight oh. you, said that to, you said that to her face light hearted <laughs> Lovely. All right, just some introductory bants from Frank there and she said yeah sorry about that I said it's okay I've been knocked back before and then I thought, oh, that's that went... a bit flirty. Yeah, I it thought is, that accidentally yeah. sounded flirty. Anyway, she oh. walked off. She actually went to another carriage. <laughs> and then they had the double whammy of I hadn't been flirty, but I did feel I'd been rejected <laughs> by someone who thought I had been flirty. Yeah. And it yes. really... It, yeah. So did you go for a second flirt? Just to no. double-check that it wasn't a full-on rejection? No, but I did that, think, you yeah. know... I think you come you out of that yourself. very well, though. Why? Because it just says you're not a filthy creep. Mm. I know, but I, that woman might have thought I was one. That's my problem. She just thought you were a bad one, you mean? Yeah. Well, I I mean, I, I was doing a, a reasonably sized favour, in my opinion. <laughs> and uh, I, it, it, it's nagged at me. I didn't give her what we used to call the glad eye. <laughs> that's what you are. Which is a fabulous. When you think about I it, it's love a very the glad eye. It's a poetic phrase, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because it's not something you'd arrive at. You, if you had a meeting about what you were going to call mm. that flirtatious look, wouldn't be the first suggestion, would it? No. The glad eye. No. So somebody's gone the extra mile. I love it when you people. You were just going for a nice, a, a sort of harmless. It's to make the day go quicker. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. I'll, you know. I, I thought it. it was bants. That's all I thought it was. Harmless bants. Next thing I know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, there's been some slightly shocking news this week, boys. Daniela Craig has announced that (laughs) he's he's turned down 68 million, I believe. It sounds like a lot, doesn't it? To be the new Bond. It does sound like a lot. The new bomb. The old it bomb. sounds like a lot, but... Bond what, again. Bond but hold again, on a minute. Once you to take... To do the new Bond, I meant. What, well, I think it's two... That's for two films, that's 68 million. Oh, is that what your cleaner told you? I think that you? was the More problem. which later. <laughs> Frank me... used to have a share of cleaner with Daniela Craig, and then Daniela Craig stole the cleaner. Is that correct? Well, what happened was she used to clean for um, Rachel Vice. He's talking about the cleaner now and not you... Daniela Craig. Yeah. She cleaned for um, Rachel Weiss, and then when when Daniel moved in, obviously it got messier. Mm-hmm. And so and they needed extra hours, and uh, I was the fall guy. <laughs> no, I was actually the fall guy. He was Bond, and you were the fall guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, he won that battle. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I might, she might come back now, because he hasn't got quite a kudos, now he's not JB mm. anymore. That's true. But that's that £68 million is for two films, for a start-off. That's oh, right. Bargain. And once you take tax and ageing commission out, what, what's he going to get? take the glamour away, £27 million. You think it's 27 after, think, is after that, X's? Is so then it's 27 million for two is films. Is that what it is? Suddenly. Yeah. Do you want to get up for that? No. <laughs> I heard that he would have stayed on for one oh. more film, which you'd think would have been like 34 million, but apparently the deal that they were offering was that it was 100 quid for the first one and 67. Yeah. Million nine hundred thousand nine hundred pounds for the second one. I wonder and if it's he, too he big said time he's done pure and simple. <laughs> Those he's, were the words. He's done pure oh. and simple. What the fabric's off now? No, the hearsay song. The, uh, yeah, he's, yeah. It's he's a done cover, a cover version a of the hearsay cover. song. How good would that be oh. if he just suddenly started doing novelty covers? <laughs> the annoying thing is, that I bet he can sing Daniel Cray. But if he oh, just no, decided I'm not sing. Bond anymore, I bet he can. Sing. I'm going to do hearsay's pure and simple. <laughs> I'm going to do Fog on the Tyne from yeah. Paul Gascoigne's. Um, I think he's an all-rounder. He'll do Hallelujah, he'll do all <laughs> X Factor and Pop Idol winner covers. That's his theme. He you could have be an all-rounder as well, he might do a bit of cricket. Evergreen. Yeah, oh, I love that one. <laughs> yes. I um, wouldn't go so far as to say that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Well, um... I can, he's done four of these films. You don't, want, you don't want to get into a James Bond rot no. in your no. life. I think he hurt his well, knee on one of them I don't them know as well, about that. Oh, he hurt if he hurt knee. his knee. I think it, it's difficult for him to he's, keep the weight off and the muscles on with a bad knee. He said he had knee problems and general exhaustion, which I thought, that's not why Bond retires. That sounds a bit like red mm. rum. That's why he retires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knee I'm, problems and general exhaustion. I'm ready what, for glue. <laughs> Is he going to be like red rum? Is he going to do personal appearances? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Frank, Double what about those glory days we loved when horses were celeb- celebrities? Oh. You know, I did a corporate with Red Rom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. Worked with them all. Yeah. Said it for years. Did, well, he, did he say, will drive, sell? <laughs> yeah. Which, in a way, he would have. Yeah, I arrived on him. <laughs> <laughs> arrived is the term I use. I, um, no, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he had to be... They had a special um, plastic carpeting down in the hall so that he could be led in. Are you sure that wasn't for David Baddiel? <laughs> no, so we were, in, we were in quite a nice hotel. There was a horse in the room. <laughs> and um, he was, people got photographed with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely. And then they took him out. And then... Um, yeah, it's and difficult uh, when you hire an incontinent celebrity, though, isn't <laughs> it? Um, yes. Well, I've got all that to face, of course. <laughs> but then I lined up, and they, t- they had the photo took with me, and I said, I'm doing stand-up. And the bloke said, well, you, you might as well. But the, what, they just wanted a photo, so me and the horse had both been reduced <laughs> to just meat. Good night. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Um, we've received a text saying, I mean, it seems a long time ago that we were uh, chatting about this. Hi, Frank, Alan and the uh, DME. Divine Miss M. Uh, I'm glad DC, that's Daniel Craig, is not Bond anymore. I couldn't take him seriously in his tight suit. He reminds me of Norman Wisdom. Mm. Long-time reader. I said I look better in a suit than Daniel Cray. 
somewhat controversially. You did did a little. Because thin men, they look better than very, very muscular men. And there is, you can't get round the PG tips element of a muscular (laughs) man in a tight suit. Yes. Cup of tea, Mr. Shiftal. <laughs> I think it's also because there's been a recent vogue for the Dior style slim fit suit on the man. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but it's given Daniel Craig has taken a sort of a Lexi Sale type <laughs> look. <laughs> Are you suggesting yes. there's an element of Hello John got a new motor? <laughs> well, I think DC. Was, in Skyfall, it was Hello John got an old motor. <laughs> Didn't the old DB5 come out again? In, I don't like those James Bond have. cars. They just look old-fashioned, like Coronation Street cars. Are you sure you should be saying this now? You're a motoring Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Thanks for that reminder. It's all right. No offence to any of my sponsors. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I get that it's... He did go pretty far in terms of him saying he wasn't going to return to the role. Didn't he say he'd rather slash his wrists? He did. Yes. He did. Seems extreme. He shouldn't have said that. Can we say that anyone at home was thinking of slashing their wrists? Don't do it. <laughs> Can we not even say that? Got yeah. it. Okay, let's not even say that. Okay. Oh, I, think, well, I think it's live. It is live. Now, what about when the bookies, Frank? <laughs> Jeff, is it live? <laughs> <laughs> it is live, apparently. Frank, um, why? Well, he the... said it. Why didn't he get um, shot yeah. down on Twitter for saying such a thing? Okay. <laughs> I suppose if he's playing Bond, he's less scared of being shot down on Twitter because he's used to being yeah, shot down. Well, just he's plain. Plain is the key word in that also, sentence. It's That's almost like you've point. got some axe to grind. Like he stole your cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I was really starting to get into him. I, the first two films. Calm down, dear. I thought he was um, just well, we went some together. pretty fool. Oh, did you? We, yeah, we saw... Uh, was it Spectre we saw, Frank? We did, yeah. Yeah. And there was that big shootout. Spectre director. <laughs> Frank kept saying that throughout it. That was that embarrassing. Was very tempting not to say that. What about when there was that massive shootout and the woman in the Swiss cottage Odeon next to me went, oh, I like that sofa. Nice. Well, that's not the point. No. But he was, he was good. I liked the last two. I, shall, I won't say I'll go as far as I'll miss him, but I think he did a good job. Respect to Mundo. Now the bookies have got busy, as they always do. Mm-hmm. And they, they're so certain that Tom Hiddleston's going to get the call that they've they called off bets. Sure. They seem very sure. I, I thought he was a comic until <laughs> yesterday. Tom no, Hiddleston. that's Tom Wigglesworth, he's isn't good, it? He's a good actor. Is he called Tom Wigglesworth? I was absolutely convinced that Tom Hiddleston was, was Tom Wigglesworth. <laughs> no, I don't think he's going to... No, Tom Wigglesworth did that show about getting him. a train ticket. That's I saw right. him just last week and he didn't even mention that he was about to be... Bond. No, but and I thought he was they, great, all, but I found hush, hush. it poignant that he only wore one jacket throughout the whole of Edinburgh. Yeah, the well, same coat, military coat on. Yeah, that was rule you out of Bond because there's a lot of costume changes in well, that. Well, they put Tom Hiddleston on one to two. Now I've never understood odds two in to my one whole on. life. They stopped it betting said, on it. It said one to two. What does that mean? One dash a, two. It's two to one on. So if oh, you, that makes if, sense. What? Well, let me. <laughs> explain. I haven't finished yet. Okay. Go on then. If it means if wrong. you really, really thought he, he would win, if yeah. you put 200 quid on it, you'd win 100 quid back. Well, Why? only a fool would do because that. Because they would then return your state, remember, that you initial oh, okay. state, so you get 300 quid. So oh, it's not the end of the world. Oh, okay. well, that sounds all right. I think I need to establish who he is before I have any money. He on was it. recently in. Um, he was recently in. Is it High Rise, the uh, movie? British he was in The Night Manager. I, I haven't think, seen that as um, television and more of an art house film kind of guy. For my my choice would be, um, you know that James Renford? James Renford? No, no you that, mean James Norton. That, no, that James Renford. that guy Renford. that lives on your street or something? Just he, was in, um, he was in Bright Burning, did you see that? 
What's no. this? You've totally <laughs> made these up. He this was is really such up. a made he up. Come on, you know him. He was the boyfriend in Restitution. Such a mentor. This is what I hear when people talk to me about actors. That's all. All I hear is words and names like that. (laughs) They mean nothing to me. I want to see all those things now. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm um, gutted that I missed out on the first series of Restitution. Bright burning. um, The first series was amazing. Second series, I petered out a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'd have liked um, Daniel Craig to have just done two more for the money, but be blatantly not that bothered about being a very good James Bond. Like that would have been awkward, just, wouldn't it? Just yeah. as Emily would say, just pull the ripcord. If Bond was suddenly like this fat guy, <laughs> maybe what an earring. I wonder if it's in his contract. If there's if there's an upper weight limit. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't um, you can't do that because they must they must have to have some safeguards. Well, I suppose he could yeah. uh, he could get around that by going the other way, just go lower weight limit, and suddenly all Bond's old suits don't fit him. Like Bond's lost a lot of weight. Is he? Is he? A, is he? No, but a, a, a clinically obese Bond would be <laughs> fantastic. Double X seven. I would love that. That would be so fantastic. The women just going. Uh, <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> Let yourself go, James. Well, 27 million take-home pay. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I spent it on? Sweets. Brackets <laughs> over the course of two films. And then he one. said sock then, because that's what we used to call sweets when I was a no. kid. And I realised you can't take them off. Yeah. Oh. I'll get you some sock on the way back. <laughs> So people are saying, Frank, that Tom Rigglesworth has already no. met with Hiddleston, um, Hiddleston. Broccoli and Mendes. Really? Hmm. And, uh... I, I think we'd I'm know that, wouldn't we? Wouldn't it be like when Ashley Cole met with, um... Yes. Met, met with people from... I think you're right. Manchester United or whatever. Poldark's in the running? I don't like the idea of Poldark getting it. I've never seen Poldark, but I, the only thing I know about that guy is that he had, like, a, a shaved chest and he was in photographs with a scythe, wasn't he? Didn't he? That's what he shaved it with. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> no, I that thought... was, uh, death. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, death. <laughs> yeah. Paul Dark, death. Yeah, yeah, see, I don't want death playing Bond. So I'd rather... <laughs> if, because you've if got he's going to have a side, I think you should be a baddie. You've got mixed up Dark and Paul, you know, yeah. like one of them Pauls Very easily confused. It's good I've got to. you guys to keep me on track, are, are Other candidates, Damien Lewis. Uh-huh. Again, no idea. You do know him. I don't. Who is that? I thought that was a motor racing driver. I'm not joking. <laughs> he's Someone got had the said red to hair. Me, he's red hair. Red hair, now. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone's, yeah... Yeah, I'm not. Someone well, I'm, said I'm, no one will accept a, uh, I don't know him, a but bond I li- with red hair, which I, I like was the terrible. cut of his jib. Well, so do I. Well, he's described. I've read a few of the Bond mm. books, which I must say I really like. Oh, really? And um, he's supposed to look like Hoagie Carmichael. Restitution. Hello? And everybody, <laughs> everybody tuned into the show reached for a phone for Google Images. Though. Hoagie Carmichael Hoagie got Carmichael. very black hair, slight long. Fat. He's got a sort of a young Kevin Spacey look to him, Ogie Carmichael. Okay. Right. Maybe they should use Kevin Spacey. Well, he's a bit old now. You think? And also, I'm one of a... Oh, oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, um... He, he, I Christian mean, he would have been. He would have been a great Bond, I think, wouldn't he? I don't see... I don't think you have to be Mr. Muscular. No. Do you not? Well, he's, he's sort of I clever. Agree. 
I mean, the scene yes. that sticks in my mind from the first one I read was him sitting um, naked on a chair with the bottom took out of it, and a man whipping him with a cane across his. Um, you know, we're on breakfast radio, don't you? Yes, I, I, dot dot dot. You yeah, know that who was else? one of the scenes. So it wasn't. It was like it was. It was a vulnerability to Bond. Yeah. Which. Um, you know who else got a mention was Chris Evans. Mm -hmm. Hello. No, Captain America. Oh, oh that's okay. Top gear. I'm gonna say he's gonna be busy. And yeah. Tom could bring his own sports cars though if it was Chris Evans, couldn't he? Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy's been in the running. Too big. It, what, what does he look like in a suit? <coughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like definitely. a Doric column in that a would suit. Be, if I would he, yeah, if he was in a suit, it'd be like rugby player on F on Cup final yeah. day. You know that sort of. Hmm. Yeah, Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Mm. You no. say you say Tom Hardy. I say Tom Harder. Yeah, yeah. Cumberbatch. Mm. Well, I know him. Okay, he's yeah. good. He is good. Yeah, vulnerable. <laughs> is he vulnerable? He's got the vulnerable look. Do you think? What uh -huh. about James Norton? He was on your portrait show. Too young. Don't okay. know him. Christian Bale, too angry. Christian Bale. Idris Elba's getting talked about a lot, Oh, anyway, it? this is just... To me, these are just names. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, that is what they are. I know Idris Elba, <laughs> but it does make me think of the ginger beer. Do you remember that, ginger Idris? Beer. Oh, it's lovely. It's the best. Is that what it was called? That's They did a nice shandy <laughs> as well. Don't know what of you're Of course, I can't about. have a shandy anymore. Idris, it was a, a soft drinks company. Oh, right. I imagine it's long gone, but who knows? Mm. Um, yes, well, anyway, it'll <laughs> be one of those people. Almost certainly. Hello? Yeah, it yeah, might. we're not disputing it that. just might. Yes. What about Craig Revel Horwood? <laughs> what about Daniel Craig Revel Horwood? That'd be good, yeah. <laughs> what have they got to be called Craig? I, I predict it'll be some one of those actors that's posh and good-looking. Do you think? You know, those sort of uh, actors yeah. you get. Oh, yeah. I think that's fine, though, because they can't have, like, you or I as an accent on Bond, can they? You well, can't why have not? Birmingham Bond, Frank. No. Why not? No, no, no. All the main roles... You don't get a Birmingham Spies. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah, you yeah. do. No, you don't. You can't or, or going to Broad Street, sir. You don't, you're not going to get the MI5 in, the bro in Broad Street. Yeah. I, I, well, there must be spies with regional accents. There must, Can any spies in Birmingham text in eight twelve fifteen? We won't out you. We've already no. had somebody who was under a blanket. I genuinely call. want to know if anyone's heard of a spy from Birmingham. Of course, mm. there are spies from the well, regional. We. I don't see. know what Bond's background is. What's an East? You're not what's meant an to. No, but in the last film, oh, wasn't he, um, he adopted went, he went by to a supervillain? He was. Yeah. 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 Spoiler alert for anyone that haven't seen that. Oh yeah, sorry. I mean, catch up. <laughs> also, it's not a, it's not a crucial. It's sort of um, ignored. It is a bit. It's exposed as, as a plot. It's a plot fault. I've identified a plot fault. Oh, I'm just waiting to hear from the Birmingham Spies. And well, they're one of the best ho ice hockey teams I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 246 has texted, I was a spy, fact, and I'm from Birmingham, further fact. And no. Then, and then he adds, or she adds in brackets, actually Solly Hull, full disclosure. <gasps> I just wonder about that. Why? I mean, do, really? you think, I mean, do you think they were a good spy if they're texting a commercial radio I show? I know, but they're talking us? about the old days. It's like um, that spy catcher book, you know, once you've retired, you're allowed. You're allowed. I think Stella Rimmington, she. Uh, brought a book out and stuff. That's true, yeah. That's true. Mm. Could be her. It might Where's be. she from? 
We've had this other spy Solid message. Hole. Did you see this, Al, from 681? Um, no, I don't In Leicester. So. In Leicester, also the Midlands. Hey, Mark Selby, he'd be a good, uh, James Bond. Yes. We had the first ever private detective, Frank. Kind okay. of a spy. Yeah? On London Road in Leicester, there is a series of small sculpture-type things of him in his various disguises on one of the buildings. Really? Mm. Tell him, Foy. Well, that's... that's... that's very... First ever private detective. Yeah. That's some boast. What, what about, if there was um, another one and they just kept it what private? What about br Brother Cadful? Whose <laughs> 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 whose who's style you've stolen, may I say, when you go for the hoodies? Oh, yeah, yes, you indeed. Cad file hoodie sometimes. He Actually, yeah. it's... Uh, and then there's the, the Hunchback in the, uh, in those, uh, C.J. Sansom books. Name of the Rose? He's been going a bit, that one. Yeah, they've, oh, they've been around for ages, the, uh, the Anyways, private dicks, as they I'm used to be called. I'm gonna change the subject, so I've got a clothing dilemma, and, um... I, I noticed, well, I wasn't gonna bring it up. No, no, not, a headache. Not, not today with what I'm wearing, but I've had a... I've, I mean, as... As has been covered on this show in the past, I am, uh, apparently careful with the pennies and pounds. Yes. I had a heartbreaking episode recently. I lost a shoe, I think in a hotel. But you know when you wear Whoa. black shoes? You know when you have to wear black? What do you mean? Well, I don't like this story, it's sleazy. Well, you know I do quite a lot of, um, of black tie entertainment. Oh, so yes, I, of course. And you can't wear, yeah. like, you know, you can't wear a tuxedo and trainers. So I only wear black... And if you work in PR. I wear black brogues, <laughs> yeah, exactly, but I'm not. I wear black brogues for that, and I got home and I, I could only find one, and I assumed that it was somewhere else in the house, um, and it wasn't. Oh, so I've replaced. It's funny, a pair I, of when I did a cut but with Red Rum, he lost a shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just got one, he just got one replaced. Yeah, yeah. But somebody else then had bad luck when they found it upside down, didn't they? That's oh, the problem. Well, we, don't know that it was, we don't know that it was upside down. All right, yeah, you're right. So, you, yeah, okay, so you've got. It's, and it's a new shoe, the one that remains. It's in good condition. The one that remains is perfectly fine. It's, you know, probably, you know, I would imagine it's been worn 10 or 20 times. Is oh. it a dress shoe? But then? Only, yeah, it's a black brogue. It's a simple okay. black brogue but now i'm left with it in the house and in the spirit of oh. the environment i don't like to throw away just a perfectly yes, fine a, shoe what can a i a widowed shoe exactly mm. and you know my wife is one of those people that uses you know found objects in a skip like oh there's an old sink we could use that as a flower bed you know that sort of oh, stuff oh that's good i'm thinking what can well, i you do could with use this the shoe, shoe as a flower bed maybe i could have a little yeah. herb garden in there ain't it white this is this has all turned out rather fortuitous because I'm going to a ceremony this afternoon in which we're toppling uh, a local statue of Saddam Hussein. <laughs> oh, perfect! <laughs> and I, I was really thinking, what I would like to do home. is race forward and hit it with a shoe. <laughs> and I thought, oh, but, you know, what am I going to do with the other one? And now, isn't it funny how things work <laughs> out in life? You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Because this shoe dilemma that I've got, mm. I think, you know you've recently been obsessed with does that still happen type moments? Yes. It did occur to me. Do shoe shops still have a row of single shoes outside? <laughs> oh yes, that yeah. still happen. I don't so know about necessarily out, outside, but they certainly they are. I've seen they used them to be inside. on the pavement though, didn't they? They used they to be do. outside. Oh, I like, there would be that. a couple of shelves of just single. I mean, back in those days, this would have been 
to problem you, solve, wouldn't it? I could just help myself to. Do people wear odd shoes? You see people like <laughs> self-styled, colourful characters in odd socks. Do people yes. wear odd shoes? Do they need I'm to sure be the same? I'm sure it's happened. I don't. I haven't noticed it. But it could, I mean, it's, it's the sort of thing somebody feasible. will do it. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I did it accidentally once with two brown clerks, but not... not I think really. Richard... No one Richard, I saw Richard Meesey do it. You know, the guy who was in, um... Um, Blue Astrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blue Astrid? Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he was, I love he was, all these... Uh, are they all actor? on BBC One, these guys? He dramas? was the, the psycho in, uh, in Medway. <laughs> oh, yeah, Medway. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Birmingham spy drama. That's, uh, <laughs> Medway. Frank, <laughs> they're always a psycho, these people, aren't they? Uh, they're always, oh, yeah. And that's when... That's their breakthrough role as a psycho. Not in our house. <laughs> <laughs> When, well, when you say single shoe and things, do they still do that? Mm. My first thought was, of course, the disciplining of children. But oh. I don't think they do that anymore. Oh, no. Frank. No, what? I'm just saying, no, people don't do that anymore. I was thinking I could fill it with concrete and use it as cruise control in the car for long journeys. <laughs> That's an excellent idea. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, but my car's got cruise control, but I like to save it. Like, you know, I don't want to use it what if about? I don't have to. Oh, what about a nice little bottle opener? Would use the heel. Yeah, you use the heel to open a bottle. Can you do you? that? Yeah, spray it silver. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. All right. Et, et voila. What about a receptacle for shoelaces, nail varnish, and other foot-based <laughs> items? It's a great, extraordinary what concept. Who has a receptacle for shoes? No, no, but if you've got a shoe... Item, yeah, you that, think, that'll oh, free up a cupboard, won't it? <laughs> no, but anything, anything foot, um, foot-centric, you'd think, oh, well, that'll be in the shoe. <laughs> That's a good idea. Corn callus cream, Frank. Do they do... do you, Corn plasters. Can you buy, um, toe floss? Toe floss? Oh, you yeah. You know, forgetting that. You know those bits of wedges of black you get between the toes? Oh. Forgetting those out. But, Frank, I'll tell you what That's you could... That's a good put. idea. Well, have you ever seen the foam things we ladies put in between our toes when we're painting oh, them? Oh, yeah. Toe dividers. <laughs> 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 the end of that sentence was, I could see my whole career looming before me. <laughs> I have seen those things, yes. They sort of separate the toes for varnishing purposes, yes. The separators? Yeah, you mm. can put, put those in the, uh, what we'll now call the shoe. When you said shoelaces a minute ago, I thought of, um, you know, the sweets, shoelaces, like the... No one put those shoe. in a shoe, even if you've only worn it 20 times. I was thinking I could rinse it out and have it on a coffee table as a sweet bowl. Yeah. Of course it was. Just some pick and mix in there. It was a tradition to drink um, champagne from a lady's slipper not so long ago. Depends right. on a lady, could, really. Could, I mean, uh, there's some I wouldn't want to do that. Fill up my brogue no. with real ale. Um, it, it died out in the First World War because of the rise of trench foot. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Owen has uh, <laughs> tweeted the show saying, I use spare shoes as cup holders in my car. That, of what that is it? a good idea, isn't it? Really? I like these spare shoes that Jeff has got. to think what's happened. But <laughs> now I'm worried that now we've laughed that Jeff might be an amputee and that's <laughs> oh, the next God. text is going to be... I've had, an, I've had another text from a, a, a spy... <laughs> Oh, no, the, the, inks, <laughs> the inks just disappeared. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had so many responses to my shoe. what should shoe. Alan do with his single shoe. Yeah. You're rapping. For example, <laughs> Adrian says, fill with concrete and use as a novelty weight for holding a shed door or similar open. A door stop. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. That's a good idea. 
I like that. John Doe? Mm. Laced or unlaced? Is it's, it a lace? It still has the lace, yeah. So even that could be reused if, if I didn't use the whole shoe. Well, you could tie... If you lost that thing that looks like a pine cone on the bottom of a cuckoo clock... Yeah. Yes. You could get the weight, you could measure the weight exactly and, and secure it to the, the broken chain with a, with a shoelace. That's a good point, yeah. Melanie Mason, how about planting herbs in it? Hipsters would love it. That's the sort of thing that I am... Um, I'm definitely up for yeah because i you know i'm part hipster <laughs> laura says if he's got a solo sock he could make a lovely bed for a rodent i've oh, done yeah. that a few times <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway moving on john doe says uh, a conversational ashtray love oh. what happened very, to the ashtray very old school <laughs> there'll be remember? people there'll be people unemployed who are in the ashtray business listening to this, that would that be like a punch in the stomach. Furious, yeah. Frank, do you remember the ones that were like stands? That was a very 70s thing. Oh, yeah. The ones that you pressed on the top yes. and, and two doors open, like yeah. a hanging. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca. But all those metal ones and that from um, pubs, mm. maybe you could reverse this process and turn those into footwear. Yeah. That's a nice idea. Yeah. If you that could go with the rest of my chainmail outfit, couldn't it? Exactly. <laughs> that I don't currently wear. Chainmail, I mean, that, that's, you never see that anymore. Yeah, and also you've got to think about it. If you make, if you make metal shoes out of old ashtrays, that's going to really slow you down at customs when you're going through the... <laughs> what I'm thinking of it's is... It's bad enough we have to take our trainers I'm, off. I'm just thinking, when you, you know when you have to nip in the garden, you know when it starts raining and you think, <laughs> oh, the washing's out, yes. and you, your shoes are upstairs by the front door, you oh, just put, yes. put the ashtray, um, the ashtray <laughs> clogs on <laughs> and go out, go out in those. <laughs> Oh, I love the ease with which you've just let them, allowed them to enter your life. They're now just the ashtray yeah. clogs. Yeah. Or, uh, and with those ones from the 60s, they'd, they'd be your high heels. Those yes. ones on the stands. Yes. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, uh, Rebecca in Bradford has said, Hi, guys, I run to work and take my clothes in a rucksack. That's it. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I run to work and take my clothes in a rucksack. After showering and getting dressed, I realised I had odd shoes. One navy blue, one black. Taxi home to swap. No. Should have ran for it. one day? Just wear them. Yeah, or gone Pick barefoot. Or go, go barefoot. That guy, that guy, you know that guy, that guy in sales who you fancied for ages, mm. he probably would have said, hey, black and blue today. And you'd have said, yeah. Oh, um, is he? The next thing you know. <laughs> Where's <laughs> he from? Sounds like something of Dempsey and Maypiece. Michael Lloyd Grosvenor. Yeah, I've never met anyone in sales. <laughs> Tell the hell. Black and like. blue Black today. Why has he got weird Birmingham uh, meets Wisconsin accent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do you not know Dave Swift from sales? <laughs> No, but I want to hear more of him. I like him. I don't him. know why why it's such a problem to wear odd shoes. I'm, I'm no. not, I might start doing it myself. Yeah, why not? Yeah. People are so <laughs> if you're gonna straight do that. laced. <laughs> oh, no, straight laced. Straight. And all straight elasticated. You were sorry. talking last week. No, I'm sorry. You were talking last week about uh, putting a Superma Superman outfit on. <laughs> yeah. And I advise not to do that in a dentist waiting room. Just because yeah. people might ba question your... I think it was your... Batman, wasn't it? Oh, Batman, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Superman would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had odd shoes with that... What shoes, by the way, what shoes do you wear with the superhero, with the Batman costume? Is it wellies? I, when, I, when, I had some, when I was a kid, I used to wear wellies, yeah, and oh. swimming trunks over jeans. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and yes. a tank top, I recall. But, um, yes, 
Ian Angel. Oh, Ian Angel's in. Ian Angel has texted, uh, surely the most obvious thing to grow in. Surely. I'm surprised he missed that one. No, he hasn't done surely. He said, surely the most obvious thing to grow in one shoe is hops. Yeah. And that is excellent, I think. (laughs) Well, we've had another suggestion. You can use it for shaking at people out of your window after they cut you up in traffic to release your frustration. Mm. Just keep it in the car. (laughs) I prefer a clenched fist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope they don't use that, just that as the trailer. It's funny you should mention that, actually. I had, um, I had something of an altercation with an angry driver last week. What he happened? Was, um, I was behind him and he was, you know when someone's, uh, visibly... Is this in a cab? He was dri- no, I was driving my car <laughs> okay. behind this guy and he was veering from lane to lane because he was bending down to pick something up that was in his passenger footwell. I don't know if he was changing CDs oh, or if he no, was... Would have been a phone. He was adjusting his um, concrete-filled chew cruise he drive. Might, <laughs> he, might, <laughs> he might have been reaching for a Murrayman. I don't know what it was. Or a but he was he was waving along and I waited behind him and then as I overtook when he finally got into his own lane... He glanced sideways at the same time as I glanced to make sure that he wasn't, and then he got very angry that I'd glanced sideways at him, and he caught up with me. And from his car, he was doing wild arm gestures. Really? But repeatedly saying, Are you all right? And I could see that he was going, Are you all right? Are you all right? You know, through the glass. Was he in in an ambulance? (laughs) No, no, he was uh, (laughs) was driving his car, but it was a bit mixed messages, because he was clearly really angry, but he kept saying, Are you all right? And so I kept saying, Yes. Like, <laughs> back through oh. the window, I kept going, He didn't know what he was tying with. Meh. I know. What, with me? Yeah, that <laughs> Lancashire's Bruce Lee. Well, <laughs> 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 you just see that? What is the point? What is the point of putting those hours into martial arts? If you couldn't just yeah. stick, stick a foot through the, at the passenger window and take his head off. Well, how long do you think my leg is that it's going, going right through his car? <laughs> what am I, Mr Gadget? You should have just whipped off machine. your kung fu belt. <laughs> And wave yeah. it at him. That's what <laughs> yeah. I would have done. Do you wear the kung fu belt all the time? I just <laughs> mouth the words "next services," yes. <laughs> "next services," <laughs> and get there and and do the kung absolutely fu. destroy. I just, I just <laughs> drove <laughs> off. I just drove off. I drove what, off. What I'm not going to lie. I drove what, off giggling. What? Well, What's if you're going to be fast as lightning, which I've heard you are, haven't you heard that, Frank? I, I've absolutely heard that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I, what's the point of having that? That's like having a revolver <laughs> in the a glove compartment and not using it. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show or the shoe on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You know, we were asking earlier, well, I specifically was, whether we thought there were any spies working in the Birmingham area. Mm-hmm. And we have had a, a missive in from one such spy. I am a spy, still working in Brum. Wow. I work for Farm Foods and have to travel incognito and compare prices at the nearest branches of Iceland. Hold on. I don't often say this to spies, but too much information. (laughs) (laughs) And people think the Cold War is over. Oh, Iceland. Come on! That's from Clive. Oops. Oops! (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a nice little work joke, though, isn't it's it? Sort People of love spying. that work yeah. joke. I suppose store detectives and that sort yeah, of spying. Yeah, yeah, mystery shopper, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Mm. There must be more spying goes on than we realise. I realize. didn't know what a mystery shopper was until I was in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. It was in the script of the episode I was in. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I had no idea. I That's such a down-to-earth way to find out. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> some people Google. <laughs> I go and feature in an internationally famous drama. Well yes. done, you. I mean, you got a lot from that, actually, oh, looking so much. back on it. <laughs> so Not much. Not just the learning of the mystery shopper phrase, no. but... You got merch. Oh. You got people turning up with the glossy stills <laughs> outside Absolute Radio, yeah, wanting love that. to put them on the old eBay. Yeah. It's, it's all, um... It's, it's all, all good. Like by eights. Love them. Mm-hmm. The Cold War. It's good. Good text, that like. <laughs> anyway. I'm still... It's, you know. Anyway, what else? What's in the newspapers? What about that? Not the newspapers, mained. We should talk about this party next door chat. Yeah, we should. That, um, that Kyle Jenner, whose work I'm not Kylie actually, Jenner. Is it Kylie? Yeah, Kyle's the mother. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really that up on... Kyle is the mother. Yeah. Fa- family's quite hard to follow the uh, history. Mm-hmm. Kyle's the mother. Did Kylie's Kylie... the... Wh- which one what? used to be a... Oh, Chris Jenner. She just corrected me. <laughs> Do you know, that's the only time Sarah on the show has felt compelled to actually interject publicly. And she went, Chris Jenner, with a note of panic. No, She's right. Me, how can I put this? Did Chris Jenner used to be a gentleman? No. No, no. Okay. That's Bruce Jenner. Well, it's Caitlin. I know, I know it used to be Bruce Jenner. <laughs> it's Caitlin it's Jenner now. I remember Bruce Jenner when he okay, was... Okay, uh, here it is. Caitlin Jenner. Oh, I can't even... Where does Caitlin Jenner's... What's I'm Caitlyn not answering Jenner's... that question. No. <laughs> <laughs> leave it, Frank. No, okay. I was told it was in a safety deposit <laughs> leave box. Leave it. Let's just, let's just say they know what to do with a spare shoe. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what is his... Re- What's that? What happened then? <laughs> I, uh, for comic effect, I made it would have the, served uh, you right if my... yours had fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> um, what oh, is Kylie dear. Jenner's relationship to? Um, She's the daughter the, of Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is. Is that correct, Sarah? And Chris Jenner um, used to be a gentleman. No. <laughs> What is Chris the relationship? What's is the, the name the of the, the woman? What's She's the name the of the one who used to be a gentleman? Caitlin. 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 So what is Caitlin's relationship to That's the Kylie? father. Okay. 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 Of course. Right. So Kylie Jenner is young. Uh, yo- she's a young. She's the one with girl. the big lips. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen okay. years old she is, and she's got a new oh, boy. That's a bit Daily Mail reporter. She's got a new boy. That's the story, isn't it? She's well, got a new boy. She used to date Tiger. And now she's going out with Party Next Door. <laughs> because oh, Tiger dumped her, so she's going out with Party Next Door. Not um, Tiger of the uh, of the golf links. No. no, no. <laughs> he's, he's gone quiet. He has gone quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that is the talk of the town. No, he, he's gone I quiet. heard, and I'm not Where's one to gossip, gone, then? that he was something mm. of a ladies' man. I heard, <laughs> I heard that. I yeah. heard he put it about. Yes, well, it definitely was... Uh, I did a pun and no one picked up on it. He picked put up it on about. it. Put, put yeah. it about. Oh, no, that yes, is good. Yeah, I didn't pronounce it properly. Good. That's that good. good. Um, thank God you didn't do a wood joke. <laughs> 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 absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, party next door. 
party next door. I mean, what kind of handle is that? He's a Canadian rapper. Mm. Must really confuse the postman. Mm. Because, you know, party when next door. party next door, so you get to deliver it, and you think, oh, oh no, this is the party next Oh. I need to go one down, you know. Well, I hope he doesn't move into your old flat, because the Archbishop of Canterbury is going to get all manner of ra- all-night ravers turning up. Well, it's isn't that... Every time they ring the doorbell. The odd thing with calling himself party next door, is there any bigger downer in life than that moment when you realise <laughs> there's a party next door? Oh, man, it's like a Friday night in a travel lodge for me when I come here for the show. Oh. Like, party next door, it's the next... Oh, brilliant. Gotta get up is at it, six. Is it capital P... Oh, they were, these and people then, don't do capitals. Oh, okay. Uh, it's probably these trendy types. It's probably P and then at this and then R T I E. It's all party. E E Cummings. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how familiar he is with the work of E Cummings, but he could be. I mean, in the bo- in the phone book, is he next door, comma party? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we should say his real name, apparently, yes. sadly, is Jaron. Anthony Braithwaite, which if yeah. you remove oh, well, the Jaron, he sounds like he's from Huddersfield or something, just Anthony Braithwaite. Tony Braithwaite. He's a cleaner in Ravensthorpe. You see, Braithwaite, he's gone from sitcom neighbour to neighbour from hell. <laughs> and he thinks, should I know him? Is he a big famous... Um... No, shouldn't know him. No. <laughs> you don't even know Kylie Jenner. Why are you going to know Party Next Door? I don't, I don't, I don't know anybody. You might know his brother. He got the name. Do you know how he got the name? His brother's Party Wall. Um... <laughs> Party wall insulation, that's the, uh, basement, cousin. Basement conversion no, the is family, the dad. The family name is next door, not party. Right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah, why his basement conversion joke. is the father. Silly. Um, now, he got, do you know how he got the name? Mm. Go on. It's a setting in a studio, apparently. So it's for sort of sound effects, if you like. Oh, oh it's that If you want it to of... sound a bit like, Wah. It's uh, Atmos. Do <laughs> uh, it again. Yeah. Atmos is his uncle. <laughs> Shall we do? Shall we do our party next door? Let's try. You know, it's all muttering sort of. Oh stuff yeah, come on then. Okay, so one, two, three, party yeah. next door. Yes, yeah, so I was so wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really really and and you know, there. it's one of his finest. And I said, well, why not? You know, why and not just hang it up by the laces? Yeah, that's so you have that running at the bottom, and they think, oh, these people, they they live in a right laugh. But Frank. To quote a friend of the show, Jermaine, I don't think it's that kind of party. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is it really? And he is dating... It's going to be more raucous, isn't it? Mm. Yes. But I imagine he's... Um, she, so she goes out with rappers almost exclusively. It Kylie, seems, so. yeah. She's yeah. gone from a tiger to a party. I suppose they you know. Why can't you go out with normal names? Yeah. <laughs> Tiger and Party Next Door. Imagine if she bla- next. Imagine if she breaks up with Party Next Door <laughs> and then she goes home and says to her parents, Kevin, meet my new boyfriend, Kevin. They'll be going, yeah. what? Not Tiger or Party or Anvil. Or... They've done that. It's Anvil, isn't it? Anyway. <laughs> um, I, they did, they had, I saw that they had diamond battles. <laughs> they had a diamond off. I love you talking about diamond battles. They had a diamond well, off. the fact that I said Instagram... Gave me a little sizzle for excitement. <laughs> yeah. Um, a diamond battle is where you show your diamonds and, yeah. your, and someone else shows their diamonds and then there's some sort of judgment. It's, it's a bling, you basically, bling off. Yeah, you it? show like, your ice. When did it show happen? Show your eyes. Ice. Oh. <laughs> when, can you identify that moment in history when diamonds 
became the great signpost for stupidity and bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be such an exclusive, you know, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor and stuff like that. Mm. And I know so associated with, like, you know, jacuzzis. Yeah. And wearing moccasins with no socks. And no, not reading No disrespect books. to the Native Americans. I mean, yeah. with a suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's that. Who would, would you want now? A, a big diamond? No. Anything? No. They ought to no, be no. worth nothing. They should have been just by sheer good taste. Their value should have been off plunged. I mean, the phrase "diamonds are a girl's best friend" isn't that the most profoundly sexist thing that was ever said? Yeah. Now nice, I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but never mind what happens in the breaks. <laughs> <laughs> in, I suppose it's more likely that diamonds are, are a pearl's best friend. Huh? If one associates that precious gems basically, you know, mingle, hang out together. Yeah. Could be a good, uh, it could be like a little um, twist on Romeo and Juliet if you had like a thing set with... Yeah pot of gems and then a, a diamond fell in love with a pearl and caused all sorts of consternation. I mean, I didn't... Have you got that ballet link to hand? <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> it's all right, I'm just going to list some actors who might play James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had a text in from 606. Re, you know, I love a re in a text. Yes. I'd probably have read this anyway, even if I didn't like it, just because mm. I like re. Re party next door. Um, why should he be exempt from the proper noun rule of capitalisation? Who does he think he is? He's done it all lowercase. Well, we know party. who he thinks he is. We yeah. know exactly that. He thinks he's not Braithwaite, he's party next door. But E.E. E. Cummings, the poet, used to use all lower register. It's, he's not, they, they think they're doing it first, these people. Exactly. Mm. I, have a, I have a question about the bling, the diamond off that they had. You know, the oh, uh, yeah. diamond, yeah. diamond battles. I, I call them uh, ice wars. I saw those photos and the they both war. had... Um, yeah, lovely, thing. <clears throat> they had very jewel-encrusted, I think the article says they're Rolex watches. Yeah. They're really, really, like shiny watches mm. now i wear a watch that's got a black face and white hands it's very easy to read i don't know if you guys have got diamond watches are they di no. are they difficult to tell the time on because when you look at them you go oh god my retinas that's right in my eyes can't that. see yeah is that the, is that a problem with them because i would want it to be a watch i don't first know and i'm foremost. with frank on the diamond watch i i, I don't see the appeal do you think that's why they wear sunglasses that. indoors yeah. in case they look at their <laughs> I watch i think diamonds are the new shell suit <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, once interviewed um, <laughs> Prince Nazim with Dave, me, David Baddiel. Oh, and yeah. he said that the Sultan of um, Brunei had, uh, had given him a, uh, a gold watch that was embezzled with diamonds. <laughs> 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 and we were about too frightened to uh, say anything about it. Him up on it. Him uh, did you leave it? We left it. You did well. I didn't yeah. even give him the glad eye. <laughs> I should think not. No. Can I tell you about my night out this week? Because we haven't discussed. You know, I went to the oh, Archivers. Sure. sure. Do you know what the Archivers are? Of course. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You were nominated, uh, Frank. Our readers. Biz. Yes, I know biz. I was nominated, but um, I had other work. Yeah. Um, it was uh, the Archivers 
I, do I know what they are? They're, well, it's an award for commercial radio. Is that what it is? I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't <coughs> know the result, but given that we're two and a half hours it's into the, the show and it's just out. being mentioned, I'm assuming Frank hasn't won this. <laughs> that, no. that might well, have been in the first link, had he? I went, frankly, because I thought I was going to go up and it was my big moment oh. and I was going to make a did speech. You have, did you have a speech prepared? Yeah, of course I did. Do it oh. now. No, I didn't That's have a, a speech idea. prepared. That would be great. You could do it now. I went with Daisy, our producer, mm. who Frank had a go at last week because she said she was going to get her hair blow dry, and he <laughs> said, I didn't think you were like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she's obviously been drinking out of your cup. <laughs> so you went to the so Archivist. We I've the never Archivist. been to the Archivist. Um, well. Because I, um, I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride at the Archivist. Oh. Um, yeah. Which is, you know, oh, it's nice to be nominated. Why mm. do you think that is? Less nice to be rejected. I know. Well, at least you get the mention. <coughs> Look, nice. it's fine. So they have it at uh, the Roundhouse in Camden, which is a bit of a sort of gothy rock venue. Can I ask you a question? It's a company, is it? Is it a company, Archiva? Is it an insurance firm? I don't know. I think it's There's a... There's sponsors. I think it's a telecommunications yeah, company. Yeah, and they sponsor it. Yeah. Okay. It's always the case with sponsors. No one ever knows what they actually do. I'm going insurance. I don't know why. No, no? it's telecoms. Okay, it's telecoms. Like phones and media. I think and okay, ballet link. I think it's um, uh, malt, malt whiskey. <laughs> okay, I'll go whiskey. <laughs> I'll have an archiva on the rocks. Love there it, Frank. There you go. <laughs> They'd done something which I think might have been... I think it was an odd decision. You can say that again. Which was... <laughs> <laughs> when we arrived... Mm. There was a. They have these very trendy brass bands now, and they do covers of things. Are they trendy? Uh, oh yeah, they're very hips. Yeah. They've all got beards, right. and they'll do covers of Chemical Brothers or like Beyonce. Right. Okay. I can't remember. They might have been doing Crazy in Love or something like that when we walked in. <laughs> but they were all standing behind about twelve of them behind the reception. So it looked a bit odd. They mm. were like, it was like mm. a hotel or something. It was like a weird crossroads motel with sort of trumpeters. But the trouble is, they were by the door, so no one could hear you announce your name as you walked in. So there's a woman with the clipboard, and she says, what's your name? And then all you can hear is the trumpet and the trombone doing crazy in love. She gave up on me and Daisy in the end. I don't be think a, she should have asked my name, frankly. Be a great uh, gatecrasher method. Get your mates <laughs> in the brass band. That's a good idea. <laughs> before, and then you wouldn't be heard. Good idea. She sort of gave up, Frank, because all the trombone was like... And she just waved us in. And was the clarinet going... Oh, no, it wasn't. I'm going to play... The OC fell over. We'll come back to that. Skinner... Cochrane, together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. So I'm at the Archivers this week with my Absolute Radio family. I'm on a table with the breakfast show, actually. Mm-hmm. So I was saying I felt like, as, you know when a Hollyoaks actor gets a part in Coronation Street or Emmerdale, like goes from the cafe, so I felt a bit weird mm-hmm. with the other ones. But I do have, can I just say to all my radio brethren out there, mm. if you've got an award, take your lanyard off before you go up to the stage. <laughs> <laughs> People don't do that at the Oscars. They don't have a lanyard on. What did the lanyard signify on. you could get in? I presume so, but I mean, it probably gave them a free beer or something, but come on. It's not very Clooney, is it? It's not award ceremony. No. Anyway, the OC fell over. How? How did that happen? I don't know. He styled it out. He One minute he was 
up and he was just kind of you know hell fellow well metting to all his radio f friends next thing i know he was on the floor was, this oh, was he <laughs> heading towards the stage to collect something or Oh, no, I, I, I don't... I, no, I hope not, anyway. All oh, right, OK. You know what might have know, happened? He won, an absolute radio won. You know what might have happened for the... Uh, Aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking he might have lost one of his dress shoes and just been off the Oh, well, that was the chances. <laughs> if they you match. know, it's going about. There's something going around. Frank, a terrible thing happened, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Other than you not winning. <laughs> Other than you not winning, a terrible thing happened. Go on. Even yeah. by my standards of embarrassing. So, I had tweeted that I was at the event, and a producer friend of mine that I know, who I worked with once with David Baddiel, responded and said, oh, what table are you on? I'll come and see you. And I thought, oh, that's nice, but I didn't want to reply publicly, so I thought, I'll direct message him. Are you aware of this? It's like texting, but you do it via It's Twitter. like whispering, is it? So, yeah, so only you and the other person can see the message. Cyber whispering. Yeah, because I didn't want to announce where I was to everyone, and it's a little interest to others. So I just said, table 11, exclamation mark, come on over, darling. <laughs> kiss, oh. kiss. Oh. What, why the exclamation mark? Just because I was, you know, there was certain merriment going on and it was just, you know, I was okay. excited and I, I wanted to communicate that. Put my phone down. Didn't hear from him. Thought, that's a bit strange. Ten minutes later, I checked my message to see if it had sent. And it had sent, but to Ross Noble. <laughs> oh. oh. Who would have received a message from me saying, Table 11, <laughs> exclamation mark, come on over, darling. <laughs> And probably thought Table 11 was some sleazy yes. nightclub somewhere. Or, yeah. or some sort of euphemism for... Yes! I mean, I know he's surreal, but still. Yeah. So can I just say to Ross, if you're listening, I deleted the message, but I think he must have seen it. I, I'm so sorry, I wasn't propositioning you. I know you were at home playing with your motorbike parts, whatever you do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't think that's a euphemism we can use on the radio. I was... <laughs> I was playing with your triumph. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, hoping you were going to say, turned out he was also on table 11 and I hadn't recognised him. <laughs> no, but how embarrassing. Yeah, Poor well... Ross. I didn't mean it in a sleazy way, obviously. Anyway, um, I was sad for you, Frank, but I was pleased... Oh, I... really? Well, no, but absolute one... And I no, was, that's good. And Paul, mm -hmm. who's our boss, he won, and I was next to him. And I just I was hoping for a bit of light on me and maybe he'd kiss me on the cheek so oh, I could right. be part of it. And he just walked up and I, I didn't get a hug or a kiss. I wasn't oh. involved at all. I'm not, I'm not networking enough, that's my problem. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, need, I need to be doing more uh, tele telecommunications, um, yeah. hanging Frank. around. Mm -hmm. What about... Mast, if I can find a local mast... I could just hang around there, someone will turn up. Yeah. Frank, what about when I stole the award? Did you steal the award? Yes, I've got it at home. <laughs> no, Did you, you know didn't. That? I did! Daisy, didn't a, I? You've Can got you... an archiever at home. Well, I just saw it on the chair and everyone was drunk. These people drink a lot and they weren't this noticing. This is a joke, is it? No, so this you've, is got, not. you've got. What, what was it? It just says Absolute Radio. It's in a little frame and it's got a thing. Well, you're, you're a representative. I suppose yeah, it was entitled as anyone. It's committed. So if anyone wants you're it, joking. I've got it. I'm not joking. Daisy, am I joking? If you want a spell. I've got it. If you want a hold. I nearly brought it in this morning. If you want a holder for it, I've got a shoe going spare. Just, just put the corner in. Yeah. Is it, I, what is it, square? Yeah, it's a big frame. I mean, oh, okay. not that much money's been spent on it. It's our peavers. Yeah. But I've put seven years in. This is what I'll get back. I don't see what I think we should... Everyone at the station should get a copy, shouldn't they? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, 
I don't know where we go from there. <laughs> you haven't really stolen I it. Have. <laughs> I have. I keep looking for help, but she won't give me any. I'm not. I, I swear, I've stolen it. Oh, wow. Man. Imagine if she goes to jail for this with a blanket over I her head. Yeah. Say stealing, isn't it partly mine? Do you think Pickle, Pickles the dog is listening to this and thinks it's time but I made a combat? <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I don't know how aware of the uh, work of Pharrell Williams you are, guys, but uh, you may um, well be. You're not. You're not aware. I know Pharrell. He's, um, he's bringing Was out he in, a doll. Um, the, the Methuselah um, conundrum. Oh, that is a Did great that? box set. Love yeah. It. <laughs> I mean, I really went through that box set. That, that was, was on Channel 5, ones. Frank, wasn't it, that one? Yeah, and he was Very in, Moorish, um, that one. Um, I don't Mel, think Mel, I've... I don't Mel, think over, I've, Mel Over High, I think, was the first <laughs> thing I saw him in. I don't think I've been as into a box set. Oh, was that set. Saran Jones in that? I love that one. Oh, um, as I was into uh, The Bells of Wales. Was it The Bells oh, of yeah, Wales? Bells <laughs> of Wales. <laughs> that was, I mean, was that, that was really Moorish. Um, um, but yeah, he's brought out a doll, or at least he's about to bring out a doll. He a previewed a it at the end of The Voice, which was a little while ago, but a he's... Othello. Othello. He was really Moorish. <laughs> <laughs> So a doll, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I know I, there will be a point where absolutely going to have to ask me to leave because I don't know what's happening in the in the world. <laughs> yeah, but Farrell well, Williams. I'm not sure that I'm going to have to leave because I stole the Station of the Year awards. <laughs> um, well, to be honest, Frank, I don't think they're going to ask you to leave because you don't know what's going on. Because if they were going to, that would have happened years ago, wouldn't <laughs> well, it? Like, I mean, so Farrell Williams. Pharrell. 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 Pharrell Williams. He, uh, he's just call him Pharrell. Sorry, I'm, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> he's a singer and he musical wears the artist. Vivian Westwood uh, buffalo hat. He loves a cowboy hat. Now that's uh, Jamiroquois. No, that's not. Okay. There's not one so person is, is who he, wears a hat he, uh, in life. Is he um, a, a rap meister? Uh, no, I think he's, um, he's, he's a, a producer. singer more. So. No, a music all producer. Produce. Everybody's a producer <clears throat> in the no. music business. He's probably been feet. He's probably been feet for no, real you know that bit. song. You've only got to turn the volume up. You're a producer. That's you right. You know that Happy Now song. Happy Now is this, um, it's a nice one. Because not not the one nice. that big, big, big mouth Billy Bass used to sing. <laughs> yeah. No. No. <laughs> be happy. <laughs> be happy now. No, not that one. Okay. I don't Still know it. Sing well, it. I just sung it. Happy sing, now. It sing it properly. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, all high. I think you'll find that's my car alarm. No. Okay. Um, God bless him. Oh, well, we've both had a go at it. <laughs> Con continued success, if you're listening. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I mean, I know you've got a, a child's birthday this this next week, but the the doll is yeah. going to cost twenty four thousand eight hundred Japanese yen. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's yeah, that? but that's I only one hundred and fifty eight pounds. One hundred and fifty eight. For this is a a, a, a Pharrell for doll. a Pharrell doll. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I'd like to get me. one. Would you? We don't even know who he is. <laughs> don't know who he is. Sort of, Why it, would you do that? I mean, you just love a cowboy. I can't hand, possibly be disappointed because I've no <laughs> idea what he looks like. <laughs> it, it, it looks, looks like a lot him. like him. It does. I like the idea that one's initial contact with a celebrity is through their action figure <laughs> before you actually know them. Mm. £158. Pounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. I'll take you. <laughs> how much is, uh, how much is uh, a, a beat baby? 
Have you what, tried those? I don't know what a beat baby oh, is. Oh, I know. They're the shoes on the other foot, as they say in <laughs> Alan Cochran's house. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so thank you so much um, for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.